0: How do you navigate the messy of your relationship? How long does it take to figure out being non-monogamous? And what is it like when your partner activates their inner Nigerian man? This is basically life, looking at how folks are sexing, loving, and living. And I'm your host, Tiff nuga Hello, my name is Sukume Zakundai. And- I am partner to Mugo. That's my partner, Sipu, currently unpacking their pronouns. Sipu is a theatre practitioner, artist about town, creator of images and thirst traps on these Instagram streets. Okay, they are also a spiritual being who's always telling me when Mercury is on Gatorade. Okay And while we're starting the podcast Starting the podcast (laughs) Baby stop laughing this is very serious. But you know okay. how we start this podcast? With my first segment, Inner The Streets, where you tell me what you have been Googling lately, Googling, and you okay. been Googling trash. <laughs> Sometimes I Google trash. Sometimes you Google trash. Sometimes I Google nasty shit. Do you remember when we were in Zambia and you left me with your phone? Yeah. And then you were like, wait, 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 I just need to delete some of my Google searches. No, 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 I wasn't <laughs> deleting anything. I was just checking. I was just checking that I wasn't on some weird ass pages. Look, I don't want to shock you or nothing. I'm not saying it wouldn't have been anything you wouldn't have known me to do anyway. But I'm just saying in that moment, it was not that moment. It was it was not the moment to spring it on you. Okay. Okay. All right. So what have you been Googling? So we'll swap you. Give me two and I'll give you two okay so currently i have indian wedding suits for grooms okay open because we just watched indian matchmaker and i think that the the indian fashion is fucking amazing Are you so you i was trying to, to find i was trying to find the least cultural appropriating looking suit Okay for, yeah. for our wedding. Yes. Oh for life for for our wedding, yes, definitely. Wait, but are you just also going for to life. wear a loose Indian wedding outfit out in No, the man, but it's the Indian fashion. I'm not saying I'm going to actually <laughs> wear the suit itself. I'm saying the suit for our wedding, but generally for life. Okay. I like I like me a harem, you know? You do like your harem. I l- I love me a harem. All right. Um, the other thing you you you've been searching okay let me open up in a neutral page so we can look at the the history the history mm-hmm. bird illustration <laughs> i don't know what you're about i literally don't know what you're about right now. <laughs> no okay so the bird illustration is just because i was trying to create a logo with Birds in it, so I was trying to find some interesting bird illustrations. Okay, all right, fair, yes. fair, fair. Okay, so my two are tapi tappy ice cream mm. because we're planning masterminds, and I was trying to find when tapi tappy ice cream is closed so we can get tapiwa to do the things in the streets. Yes, and we love tapi tapi. And we do love tapi tapi ice cream. do love ice cream. Shout out! This is an actual plug. If you are in Cape Town, get yourself to Ob's and go to tapi tappy ice cream. Do the things. Love yourself. Yes. Yeah. Do the things. Yes, right? I miss it so much. Oh, I'm going to go have it. Lost. You can't La-la-la-la-la. bring some back. Man. It's awkward. Yeah, no, I can't. Anyway. I mean, it's a two hour flight. I feel like something can happen. Yeah, no, something will happen. Also, Tapiwa has told us that we must do it properly. And the other thing is citation machine. Guys, if you're doing academia, go and find citation machine and get your citations automatically generated. You don't need that struggle. But yes. Uh, give me two more. Give me two more. Okay. Are you not googling anything pornographic? No, 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 not not recently. Not recently. Not recently. I'm using. I'm using my my sexual energy properly this time around. So not to Google like some some nasty. No, but Mm. I am reading some interesting erotica though. Okay, I love that. Um. Okay, so the next one is Airbnb Johannesburg because masterminds. masterminds. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then the last one is Vansa South Africa. So the Visual Arts Network, South Africa. That's they very like to have. By Baby I Hill. know. I've I've been busy the last few How days, fam. I've been focused the you last have. few days. Maybe i don't know maybe a week ago it would have looked different but but yeah no the last two days so my next two things actually i've been quite serious as well dr Leng report Uh. because i was writing a proposal Mm. and that is a bad bitch (laughs) um and then five hundred twenty five thousand six hundred minutes i was googling whether that's actually a year and it actually is a year oh is it it is actually like a genuine year yeah so thank you We've done Inner the Streets. I think we know you a little bit better. (laughs) (laughs) You know my serious side a little bit better. (laughs) Okay, now we're starting the actual podcast. Okay. Baby, are you good? You know this is how we start the podcast. Where are you at, my love? With With your heart? I'm good. You're good? I'm good. The sun is shining. I'm a little bit high sitting in the morning with my babs we're taking the day off to podcast yes and drink wine because yes. i woke up with a pressure headache today hey yeah i know the last few days have been very busy it's not necessary it was so not necessary but what we're actually here to talk about is our non-monogamy because mm-hmm. yesterday we had like a conversation and a half <laughs> right <laughs> and we decided and we're going on record to say we decided i hey guys group group love cannot be for us eh? no so we were like so if anyone is trying to slide in to be a third our hey guys just it's not the just one. take back your application because i'm hey, decided one. because relationship is a lot in itself with mm. just two people in it Woo. and then two people opening up their relationship to non monogamy then becomes another added, added navigation dimension. now you want to bring all of that into no 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 yeah we re, we realize I'm that good. we are not the ones for it like so this is not us being like it's not it's a real not the, yeah no like we're like i think that's one of the beautiful things about our relationship is that we can figure out what and it's taken a while. Let's let's. We're not gonna yeah. sit here like on a high horse to be like, yeah, we came into this relationship. We've had thirteen damn years to figure it out. Yes, and and most of them have been messy. Woo, it's been both <laughs> and messy. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like one thing we've like actually realized is that yo, bringing in like a third and having it as being a group thing, we can barely decide what to watch on TV. Yes. Now, can you imagine trying to figure out binge watching with three people? And now this third person has like something different from because your tastes are different to my tastes. and I'm pretty sure we would get somebody with different tastes. We'd never watch anything. No, we you wouldn't. See, just for the logistics of Netflix, we cannot. Get I'm a thinking third. about like the emotional fights, like you know oh when when there's a clash that I w- happens. I was trying to make this lighthearted, but now you just got all like dark. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, I feel like anybody can survive not being able to decide what to watch. Can but they though? can they the bullshit comes in (laughs) when somebody's feeling some type of way Mm. and now we have to navigate this shit three ways i mean i mean look I'm not saying that people shouldn't try it out. I just think that you need to go into those kind of relationships with awareness, awareness. that mm. it's going to take a level of work that is insane and you need to be prepared for that. For it to work out mm-hmm. and not, for it to not be messy, the amount of work is just something that I'm not willing to because do. Relationships I'm not judging. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. Our relationships I'm not are to do fucking that work messy either. like like yeah but okay so actually you you touched on a good point where we can like start from in terms of our sort of conversation about non-monogamy so let's talk about the work and one of the things that we always chat about like when it's you and me how we've put in a lot of work and it's not always been easy so like for you what has non-monogamy with this here tiffany kagore alianda margaret moho been like for you (laughs) i feel like that's a dangerous question to ask you <laughs> know no, no, leave it all on the floor <laughs> leave it all on the floor it's been challenging no it's been Batom. what do you Podcast mean over. what do you mean <laughs> okay I kid, I no think. but it's been i think even for you i've been challenging for you um i think non-monogamy for us brought up a whole lot of problems that like the issues that we had in our relationship outside of it Mm -hmm. uh money being a big big thing you know how we feel like we show up in the relationship Mm our our childhood traumas. Oh my god, that was a fun plot twist. Childhood traumas, And imposing your shit on each other. So non-monogamy now like challenges you to face all of those things because what the fuck do you mean you want to be with somebody else? Mm -hmm. Now all of the abandonment issues start popping up Mm -hmm. and when human beings are triggered into survival mode, they're not the cutest. They're not. When we're backed into a corner, we become become emotional, like like animals. Like have you backed an animal into a corner it'll go rabbit on you exactly so it was challenging in that sense that you were being a human being who was being challenged emotionally Mm. and I feel like now looking back, I, I was I mean at the time it was hard for me and I had many moments of woe is me, but I'm just trying. You I'm know. not trying. i I know I'm this honest. is also something that you want. Damn it. What do you mean? Yeah. I'm just being a good partner. But you had, you know, I had those moments, but now looking back I'm like you actually also needed to go through those flip outs hmm. and you needed to feel what you were feeling and the discomfort that you had about opening up our relationship because as in an, as much as i knew that it was something you had wanted before because i had raised it before. you had Actually, you were the first I opened up our you, relationship. exactly yeah you you Cheeky you blighter. brought up the conversation <laughs> first in cape town and it was in a messy way oh you know and i think that's also the way that we both handled that first conversation is what then Closed the door immediately. Wow, yeah. You know? Yeah. I- exactly. Oh. So now, Tiff is no longer there. And you had every right to not want to be there. Mm-hmm. And it was an interesting thing for us because then we stopped being so codependent and feeling like we had to have a group identity and sit with the fact that we were in two different places. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that our relationship has to end. Or, like, like this is this is it now. Yeah. Everything is fucked. Yeah. Because, we, no, but we are two different people so of course we have to be in two different places with this so now we must figure it out so like i think i think one thing that would be good for like the people on the podcast who don't know like our friends and family yeah actually friends and family do know a little bit about this because i think we need to give context in the fact that the messiness the intense messiness right was over like a two-year period like i think that's it was probably more. No, I think, no, the intense messiness. <laughs> if you as in, include the first, the first time. Ooh, okay, okay, that's six months. Ooh, 2014. 2014 Shout out. has to be there, babe. Shout out to, uh, the person who, like, opened up all this. I'm not going to mention no, names. No, no, no. I'm Let's not going to mention names. Other you know, people's children. You know, I love to be messy on the podcast, but no, this one, I'm no, going to no. respect their privacy because they didn't ask for that messy. Yeah. Damn! Yeah. So, to give context, uh, uh, we were living in Cape Town yeah. and, uh, we just graduated. <laughs> we broke af. Woo! We didn't have two shillings to run together. Woo! We couldn't rub two shillings together. And, uh, so Tiff is like, this is how you know heteronormativity is not a real thing. Cause I was feeling a lot of, a lot of weird, like male pressure mm. to like support our household and stuff. And, you know being a foreign national in this country i wasn't getting jobs and stuff like that and then somehow i started earning money in like small small ways and then i got a the writing it was the writing right mm. this is how i got into like what i do now guys tiff should be an ngo baby but like the universe was like snatch you swerve, swerve. swerve and now this is what i'm doing right podcasting oh i could have a nine to five right now you bitch could. and uh, you chased it hard i did chase it so anyway that was part of the insecurity. And then, so now when I started earning money, what did I do? My Nigerian man kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> and I told my beautiful partner, me, I want to see other people. My beautiful partner was like, what do you mean? What are you saying? No, you didn't tell me that. You went and kissed some, some people. Did I? Yes, you went and kissed some people. Oh, and then I came through mind? and just spoke it. I just like, spoke it. Like, like it was some shit oh shit and we we were non-monogamous hey okay no we were not so i've been telling the story in a dicey way okay (laughs) it's good it's good it's good um anyway so apparently that happened (laughs) what this person just said and then that's when we started and then i went to this writing residency in uganda and fast forward came home like you know like this intense emotional thing and then we started having conversations about that which were messy um And you were like, don't fall for this person. I'm like, I'm not falling for this person. I fell for this person. It was a mess. This person was not about that non-monogamy. Anyway, fast forward. um, (laughs) Yeah, so my Nigerian man kicked in. And that was terrible. I just basically came in. If I was like a heterosexual man, I would have been like, I have a kid somewhere. But this is the interesting conversation that money does, though. Like, money can shift mindset. Because I was the earner it can shift a mindset so quickly and and this is the i think this is one of the things that i appreciate about our non-monogamy seeing just how much power money can play Mm. into into a dynamic because you genuinely felt like yeah but see i can i can do me yeah i earned i earned more money therefore i don't understand why i couldn't do what i wanted in this household and then money shifted. You remember? <laughs> and then all of a sudden you were the bread earner. You were the. Money I was earner. getting shows. And you were so fucking gracious. I remember we were in jo- uh, we were in Grahamstown, and people owed me money. And like that's a problem of being a freelancer. Shout out to all my freelancers. You know yeah. what I mean? You've put in that invoice, and nobody's giving you your guaps. And so many people owed me money, and you were getting money during this time for like a series of things, mm. and. That It was during that 2015 shift, because now me and this person, we weren't as intense. That 2015 shift, and that really humbled me, right? And then we kind of put our non-monogamy on pause. And uh, you were just amazing during that time. You were, like, supporting the household. You didn't go all Nigerian man on me. God bless you. <laughs> and then I got my fellowship, and the Americans came in with, What? Yeah! And we moved to Joburg. And oh, then the lived intensity begun. Oh, we lived good. We lived so Didn't good, though. <laughs> Shout out. I'm not going to say who gave me my um, um fellowship because people have a lot of complicated feelings about that organization. But, yo, we lived good. We lived, we, lived so, amazing. So, and remember? the projects were amazing. The, as that's awesome. when, the that's work when we started was dope. The holla. money was dope. Yeah, that's when, we, as Holla, we started doing the most for the drip because yeah. I like I just diverted my entire fellowship to like doing everything we've always wanted to do with Holler. Mm. and we moved to joburg and um all of a sudden we're the new queer couple in joburg we were sexy we were sexy we were guys, sexy man you, hey, you really ditched us in the end we want a sexy by the end of the year it's fine <laughs> eh. and that's when uh we were like okay cool we're gonna start exploring non-monogamy and we started actually calling it open relationship. We actually started trying to call it by its name by this time. No, um no I think there was a bit of a messy switch before no, it was that. There was a messy switch because the, the 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 Botswana human then happened. Oh yeah. That's when... Oh that was not a good look because okay <laughs> I was so messy. Look, so, this, so is... this is the point of if you get anything out of this podcast is Other the, than fact the fact that, that we messy. <laughs> no, but it always starts out messy. It does. You it does. We are humans at the end of the day and mm-hmm. as long as you are real about your messy and as long as you take ownership of your Messy and you are willing to work through the things together, you can actually make something proper happen. Non-monogamy always starts off messy. It, it does. It, it does. always does. It we does. are products of our societies. At the end of the day, there's a lot to unlearn. Yeah. Because so, monogamy is what we learn instinctively. Yes. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. what we are taught from a Keep young age. The kids while I get more wine. So. Ah, oh, but now I feel left out. Are you getting me a whiskey? i bro, No, there's no time for pouring whiskey. Okay, but there is. Whiskey is easy. Grab it. So. Yeah, we're human beings and we're products of our societies and I think it is very okay to be messy at first. Just take ownership of that shit Mm. and clean yourself up. Clean yourself up and grow from the experience. And be okay to acknowledge your yeah. Your messiness. Because I think that was one of our biggest things during that time. So okay, so a Botswana human happened. Um it got messy and it got messy. This was your time of mess. Yeah, this was my time of messy. I, I went in on went that messy. I went because, no, in I, because because I my in. partner. <laughs> let me tell you, we will not talk specifics of mm-mm. any situations here. I'ma <laughs> talk on your life, my G. <laughs> Chill, right? So my partner had been through. So this this sipumeza you see out in a, these Instagram streets, being deep and meaningful. This was not always the way. <laughs> no. When we were in Cape Town, wasn't. my partner was, and I'ma put your life on blast. You was in Sakura. You was insecure about us You was insecure about yourself You was so my partner lands in joburg and starts coming into themselves Mm. starts doing performances starts meeting people in joburg my awkward ass partner whose only friends were basically my friends starts getting friends shout out (laughs) chido shout out Leah Buya putting you on blast on the podcast right yes we can definitely put them on right because also this is a great thing all of a sudden my partner is getting friends and going out by herself and when we go out actually speaking in public, what is this? This is crazy, Like, kid as shit, and the right? ladies right? liking oh that God, shit. Oh, my God, the ladies are loving it! Right? So now we come, and, like, so there's this Botswana human, and then that's a fuck-up, and we start having fights all over Joburg. Yes. There was a couple of restaurants in Joburg we could not go back to because, like, the wait staff were like, nah, it's not the one for the drip, right? And then I remember I was in TZ, and, um... This honey sends me this long read more. <laughs> you do send readmos, ne? Are you okay, no, yeah. Only to me though. Yeah. Shame. The honey's out there, you guys are being saved a lot of readmos, I hope you know. Sends me this long read more. And before I I remember when you sent me that message, you were like, I have something to talk to you about. I'm like, this woman is trying to introduce somebody else. Next thing this read more. There's this human I'm interested in. Na 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 na. And I, you know what? props to you you were really really thoughtful about it i yes. could tell you thought because a lot of about how messy it. i was with the wazwana humans yes. so i was like all right let's clean it up a little bit so you tried to clean it up but tiff was not having it bitch i was not having it and i was in and i remember i was in i think we were an hour outside of arusha and i was at this workshop for whoever it was who had flown me there and i just told them i'm not coming for the rest of the day and they were like where are you going and i'm like don't worry about it i got in a cab I went to some like really nice restaurant, come hotel, come whatever, like, and I sat there for like eight hours drinking. Then, I left. I left a bracelet that I'd been wearing for like eight years in a fire. I was very dramatic, mm. and it was a metal bracelet. But you bracelet. do dramatic. I beautiful. do dramatic. Uh, I need a big black ball gown. Fuego. Fuego. You know what you married. And then that triggered a period of like again, another messy period of fights, of me nearly leaving. Like how many times did I nearly leave? There's once a time I packed a bag. Yes. Kikambo Ke I had told Kikambo Ke to come and pick me up with boxes. <laughs> hey. I was ready. You were But like we went through all of that and I think that's one of the things that when But it people, led you to therapy. It led me to th- and it it me led therapy. It led you into dealing yeah. with your with your so much of so much. your stuff mm-hmm. and that is that is that is the take that's another take that's away, another right take. Home. there the fall apart you f- think that oh my gosh this is the end this is the end because like for me and that was a Use time it. when also shout out to my big sister olivia for like holding me during that time because during that time as we said we was living good um, yeah, was my ass always not in kenya i was in and out of kenya every time i couldn't deal with sipu i would suddenly go home to. but do that's work. also what saved us because now we could actually tailor our conversations right because yes. now we had we were typing read mores instead of just shouting mess at each other uh, like drunk <laughs> at like i'm not even gonna put those restaurants on blast no. but those wait stuff really <laughs> held us eh? Le- do you remember there's one there's one restaurant we had such a deep fight that cleaned up the whole restaurant and we were still like shouting at each other which one was that i'm not gonna say it on the podcast but i'll remind you after after. yeah they put the the chairs on the table right so like i think okay so again we just need to keep reiterating that this was over a two-year period because a lot of people like whenever we have conversations about non-monogamy right now a lot of people will be like oh you guys are just like loosely doing non-monogamy you guys seem so chill about it yeah it's been so much work. Couples therapy. Yeah. Like going through couples therapy. Going through near breakups. Um, going through just times where we couldn't talk to each other. Where you are on your way to like a performance. And you're having to like message me. You've left in the morning. You're on your way to the Eastern Cape. Or you're on your way to wherever. And it's just this heavy conversation. Like I said, wasn't therapy. Mm-hmm. I'd never been to therapy. Mm. like you had never even considered i'd never even considered it but like it was so neat that's non-monogamy is what put me in therapy and non-monogamy is what put you in school for therapy (laughs) it's what put me in school for therapy that now i realized i love psychology and now like you know seven like 75 percent to being like a qualified therapist but fam like it was a lot and so much but i really want to i want to put it on record officially to thank you for not giving up on us. Because I gave up. Because oh, also I'm a runner. Yeah, this, you is are. One, this is one thing that I realized from like this entire like, period. That I'm a runner. Like If something is hard, I cut and run. Which is fine for my work. Because it's meant that I can streamline. I only do work that I'm good at. I'm not one of those people I'm trying, here to challenge myself. <laughs> Rubbish. I'm here. If I know yeah. I can do a book, I'm going to drop you four books. If I know I can't... That's why I don't make video content. Have you guys seen my face? No, because I suck at video content. I'm not going to freaking do it. I'm not going to learn. But, like, you refuse to give up on us. Mm. Freaking love that for us. Yeah, because even through... I think I was... I don't know how, but I was able to see everything that was amazing about our relationship throughout all of that. And I think the non-monogamy for me wasn't... It it wasn't the, it wasn't what was going to break us. Like mm. I think I could see that we were too awesome to fall apart because we have some insecurities and we have no. Well done. And and we we have, have some shit. I don't know how, but yeah. Because I I would I remember I would say to you, brah, I'm not going anywhere. No, I'm not. Go-. And you would be afraid of the fact that like you're like you always thought that I had one foot out of our relationship, and I'm like my feet are firmly.
1: Family, family,
0: yeah. And that's the thing. Because like and and that whole thing of realizing from therapy and realizing from our conversations and it taking and not three or four therapy sessions or one or two months. It was it was I was in therapy for like a while, Mm -hmm. right? And this is not to say that if you instantly engage in non-monogamy, everybody's gonna end up in therapy. But I had a lot (laughs) to deal with. Like I had a lot of abandonment issues Mm -hmm. I had. And it stemmed from like my childhood of, you know, people are like, oh, it's lovely to be a UN baby, but no, do you know what it's like to watch your mother get on a plane consistently? Mm -hmm. And to be like, bye-bye my baby. Like, what do you mean? I'm eight years old, where are you going, right? And like, to have that like now manifest in this, because with your intimate relationships, you see them automatically as a safe space, yeah. right? So your, your your mess comes out. You bring out all your baggage <laughs> cause in a way that sometimes you don't even do with your friends, you don't do with your, like, whatever. Like, you, br- you bring out your, like, your bananas. Yeah. Like, your entire fruit bowl, mm. you bring it out, <laughs> right? So for years, I brought you my fruit bowl. Yeah. And we had to, like, settle into that and have really difficult conversations, which we still sometimes do. Mm. And I think for me what was like the most important was when we went to couples therapy but we went to couples therapy at a time when we were good yeah and so we could deal with the array of things hey yeah i think we started getting good because of lockdown (gasps) oh my god we survived lockdown so well lockdown was amazing so great like okay we understand that it's it's also a huge privilege to say lockdown was great. Yes, but like but mm. we needed that time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we really needed that time. Because I think the the few years before that we had almost separated as 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 a couple. So we were we were two completely different human beings now. And it was nice to just get to know each other for some time. Like yeah. just have fun uninterrupted, and uninterrupted time. Uninterrupted time. And then you know, to finally getting into a situation. Oh my gosh! You know. Are we going to? Oh, no, so not <laughs> actually. We're talking, you know you non non monogamy. You know what? Actually, pause but because wait, what I want to you the next podcast we're about to record is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, but what it's before, like like dating as a couple that is monogamous. Well, that, non-monogamous. That's not monogamous. that's non monogamous. That's non monogamous. Yes. But what I wanted to say though, like, because it is coming across like. You were the one who went bananas throughout. Mm-hmm. Our. This is bananas. Yeah. A N A N A S. I mean, this 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 challenged me too, and that's the other thing that I think was surprising. You think just because you're the one that's initiating the non-monogamy and the relationship that it's going to be easy on you, but my shit was also brought on. You know, it was triggered so i had a lot of my things we were having screaming matches together out here throwing each other's mess at each other can we talk about how i never realized you were you were like not a screamer but you you are more intense than me during yes because i don't i don't like fights and because they they are too intense and i go intense yeah I, you, I feel too much i feel a lot already. you feel a lot i feel a lot and you start all you the st- time i can tell a, a fight is about to get like intense when you start the vibe there's a way your body starts literally vibrating <laughs> yes. and i'm like yo I about to get like wow. everything intensely <laughs> so i mean it is it's it's a fucking deep challenge for everyone even as the person who initiates it mm. you will see yourself you, you, you will, will see yourself. you will see yourself i think yeah you okay. can see yourself and it's, it's deep. Actually, that's a brilliant way to end because we're going to do another one just now because this is how we do it. This is how we do it. Nice. Um, can you tell people where they can find you, Meiji? You can find me on my favorite platform, which is Instagram at Itongo Musings. Um, I-T-H-O-N-G-O Musings. Um, everywhere else doesn't particularly matter honestly it'll take me forever to respond to your thing so find me on Instagram it's you've the become best better way. at email but no one's gonna give you an email on the podcast no 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 email. Okay, I love you my baby I love you <laughs> look if you picked up nothing else from this episode it's that Non-monogamy can be a tricky, tricky grind. And we must always check and cross-check what we understand. So, like, for me, one of my biggest pet peeves is when people call non-monogamy polyamory. No, my G. Like, to, like, it's the same WhatsApp group, yes, but it's like calling every single, like, bottle of nail polish Q-Tex. It's not all Q-Tex, my guy. It's... There's so many different things to unpack, so many different things to engage with, so many different things to learn. So now what we are going to do, right, what we're going to do right here on this podcast is we are going to talk about non-monogamy. And I'm going to give you some like definitions and terms because we cannot just be in the streets calling every single act of non-monogamy polyamory. This is how I get myself into tricky things. Anyway, whatever. I'm in my feels, don't worry about it, right? So when people think about non-monogamy, a whole bunch of things come up. Some people think it's cheating, some people think it's all polyamory, some people think it's all polygamy. Like, note, non-monogamy is the umbrella term under which both polyamory and polygamy fall under. But more on that in a minute. So, number one, consensual non-monogamy, a relationship style in which all individuals within the relationship Agree to being non-monogamous all individuals involved in the relationship are aware that it is a non-monogamous relationship mamela everyone is aware like you cannot be practicing non-monogamy and only half the people know okay now that we have that sorted let's outline some general terms within enm ethical non-monogamy ethical my guys so polycule a polycule is a network of people in a non-monogamous relationship right polyamory or poly is the practice of having sexual and romantic relationships with more than one partner with the consent of everyone involved most folks confuse this with non-monogamy which is the umbrella time like it can be sexual or it can be romantic like but polyamory is like having like the love vibes as in you are in a proper relationship if you're just like not just but if you're just sleep, sleeping with multiple people and there's not that relationshipy vibe, you're not in a polyamorous vibe with all of those people, okay? Polyfidelity, this is the term used to talk about a close set of relationships, whether a triad, a quad, or more. You are sexually exclusive with the people in this relationship system. So you have decided that you are exclusive. So if you're three of you, you're just the three of you. If you're four of you, you're just the four of you. Like, you can't be like three of you and some of you are dating outside, that's not polyfidelity. So then we've also got primary and secondary relationships. Some people like to plan their love lives with a central primary relationship and one that is quote-unquote less central, which is a secondary. Others find these distinctions sometimes insulting and may not like the hierarchy because it makes people involved in the secondary relationship possibly feel less than. In a situation with a primary slash secondary relationship, a person who has one or more primary relationship, which is close and interconnected, e.g. a spouse, right? So this you can have more than one primary relationship. They may then have one or more secondary relationships, which is romantic relationships that typically have fewer expectations when it comes to stuff like partnerships, financial entanglement, emotional intimacy or some other combination of these things. So having a primary and a secondary relationship there's a hierarchy but then you can also decide what constitutes a primary relationship and what constitutes a secondary relationship so now compersion this is one that I personally whew, guys this is one that a term and an idea and a notion that I sometimes struggle with but it's the positive emotion and feeling you have when you see your partner slash partners involved with another person so it's almost people sometimes describe it as the opposite of jealousy right so when you see your loves winning at love when you see them winning at sex when you see them winning in these tinder streets swiping nicely and you're like yes get a bad b get a bad b and this is something that in a world filled with you know capitalism and monogamy and stuff like that it's hard to engage with right so you know love yourself it's okay And then the last term I'm going to throw out there is open marriage slash relationship. This is a classic example that you see in a lot of spaces. It's what most people think of when they think about an open relationship. So this is um, kind of an umbrella term in itself that encompasses many different arrangements and agreements. Typically, it means that there's some flexibility in the marriage to explore sexual encounters and or relationships with other people people so with non-monogamy it really is a case of just like google see what's out there just google ethical non-monogamy and a whole bunch of stuff will come up and it'll show you so many options it doesn't just have to be oh my gosh the minute we open up our relationship we have to have a threesome or the minute we open up our relationship we have to move someone in like there's such an array of different relationships you can have so go and explore, see what's out there. Like, look, make the mistakes as you heard on the podcast. Me and people been in these streets, making these mistakes, doing these damn things. Go and build your own relationship. Like, try and vibe out, see what suits you. It'll change, it'll fluctuate. You can be in a monopoly. That's another one that I really enjoyed as a phrase. Um, being in a monopoly where one of you is monogamous and one of you is polyamorous, right? So one of you is in these streets and one of you is sitting at home. Sitting home waiting for you. Um, but yeah, <laughs> now that you know a little something, go and build your own relationships. It's like Build-A-Bear. Do what you need to. Put the fluff you need to. And also make sure that you check out all of the great content on Basically Life under slash pod on IG and email me at Basically Podcast at gmail.com. Like and leave a five-star review because like the way I'm always saying, like you guys are like 45 minutes into this podcast and you don't want to leave a five-star review. Why are you like this? Why are you always like this? And just listen to all the things. You know I love me some streams. You know I love me some streams. And you also know that this is basically life. And I am your host, Tiff Moogle, telling you to calm your tits. It is not always that serious.